everybody? We back. Another week on The Ringer. Second week, bro. That's it. This is That's big. That's it. Big, man. Big. I, I, I saw us in at the, the you know, in the in the top five of the uh the, the iTunes chart for a while there, man. I was Ooh, like, all right, all right. You're cooking, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was, the- too, I was too busy bouncing the first pitch to, to look at, at where we were in the, wow. in the standings of the, the iPod of the uh, podcast. On the group chat, before your ceremonial first pitch, there was one very clear instruction from the, uh, the shit stirrer of the group, Matt Siegel. He yeah. just said, don't bounce it, cuz. And what'd yeah. you do? I fucking bounced bounced it. it. But you know what? I didn't bounce it. I feel like uh, Garrett was a little far behind the plate. Like, he could have scooted up a little bit, and I would have made it there. But him scooping it made it way better. Because if that (laughs) shit gets by him, then it's a shit show. (laughs) (laughs) Then then all of a sudden, it's a meme. (laughs) It's a meme, for sure. I was getting crushed, too, bro. I had to let everybody know. Like, I had to defend myself uh, the other day, man. Bro, I'm fresh off shoulder surgery, because it's the first time I've thrown a baseball. I saw you defending yourself on the public Instagram to somebody, yes, I think. Yes, yeah. yes. Somebody was killing me. I was like, listen, I'm, I'm still rehabbing, sir. It's, it, it's great that you now have access to the public Instagram because now I can tell when it's you chiming in at somebody. It's yeah, hilarious. We'll see how good it is. We'll see how it's that's, that's yes, yet to be determined. <laughs> That's tremendous. That is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, it's entertaining for us. Let's put it that way. It's good to see for us. Man, How? by the way, how about Aaron Judge going off right now? My gosh, he is locked in. Locked in, and he's hitting everything. You know, he's hitting breaking balls to right. He's hitting fastballs to right. He's hitting, you know, turning on breaking balls. Like, he's doing everything right now. He's playing great defense. Um, But this is judgy, like. The yeah. one year he played healthy, he won the MVP if motherfuckers wasn't banging on the trash can. So this is what I expect. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I expect him to be. This is what he is when he's healthy. Yeah, man. It, it is. It's ridiculous just how dominant he is right now. And the team looks, the Yanks look great, man. Man, this is like, I don't even know. Like, this team might be better than 2009's team, guys. You think so? It, I mean, looking at him right now. The mm-hmm. top to bottom, this is this is what we were in 2009 yeah. for sure. Top to bottom lineup, pitching staff, like Monty comes through. You know, I, you know, I'm rooting for Monty. I mean, obviously Garrett's gonna be what he is. He's a horse, but if Monty can come through and and uh, pitch some big innings for us, I mean, we know what Masa is. Masa's a beast in the, in the playoffs. So uh, I'm excited for this team. I think this team has a really good chance of winning the World Series next year because this year, this shit's getting shut down. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, we can't have it get shut down. We need it. We, we need gotta it, roll judges. We got to roll judges, homers and shit over the next year. Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> do, what, do you think, like, for these teams, if, they, if, if teams have players, like, going out, do you think, like, that wouldn't happen on a team with you, right? Like you're telling guys like don't you can't you can't do this or do Listen, you think it could happen on any team? It can happen on any team, but it's not going to happen on the teams that have a chance to win. Hmm. The teams that really have a chance to win, the Dodgers, the Phillies, the Yankees, whoever else are going to abide by the rules. They're going to wear their masks inside, they're going to do everything they can to make sure we get this season off cuz they have a really good chance of winning. Other teams that that are not in that hunt may not take it as seriously and and I don't know if if I'm a veteran in that position, 
if I can tell guys not to go outside or do whatever because yeah, we really ain't playing for nothing and we out here playing in the middle of a pandemic. You know what I mean? So it makes it 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 makes it tough. And and, and I was telling you, I was saying this to you earlier, just from a mental health like standpoint, you know, like baseball is mm. a really really hard game to play. And sometimes you want to hang out with your teammates after the game and go play video games and do whatever you want to do on the road and not being able to do that, being locked up in a hotel. And if somebody catches it, then you're locked in that hotel for 14 days or like the Cardinals now, they've been staying, they've been there for five days, I think. So, I mean, that's just rough mentally, man. Like being away from your family and all of that stuff and 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 still trying to hit a baseball during the summer, man. It's, it's, this is going to be rough on guys. I hear, I mean, I totally get that. I understand that. Look, I I felt it being in my own apartment for two weeks, right? right? Like, yeah. and that's my home, you know? And then, so I get it. It's a, this is a very, this whole setup is going to challenge us mentally in ways that I don't think, you know, you understand unless you're, until you go through it, right? Like, I mean, you know, I mean, I I, I think we're all, everybody's going to have some level of PTSD in the aftermath of this. Even when people say like, hey, it's okay. You can go, you know, go about your life again, like to whatever extent we can. There's going to be some weird hesitation from people like, whoa, shaking my hands. Hold on. No, no, it's okay. I'm vaccinated. Oh, hey, don't shake my hand. You know, I mean, there's, it, it's going to mess with the heads of, of people for a while, man. Yeah, I'm already mind fucked about shaking people's hands. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Like, yeah. I, Who's trying not, to shake your hand, man? All, a lot of people. And no, what are they doing? And everybody wants to take a fucking selfie. No. I don't want to take a selfie right now, bro. Like, no, man. No selfies right now. Yeah, some lady got mad at me uh, at Lil C's baseball game like about a week ago because I wouldn't take a picture. I'm like, I, I'll sign anything. I don't want to take a picture. I really don't want to sign anything either because you don't want to be touching anything, but... Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll sign something, but I don't want to be close to anybody enough to take a picture. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand why people can't understand that. No, no, I, I agree with you. I'm gonna, I, I, on a, I, this, there needs to be a sanitation PSA on behalf of all celebrities at this moment. Like, no autographs, no pictures until we get you just know, until we get everything back. To, just yeah. until we get everything back to normal, then I'll yeah. sign and take as many pictures as you want. Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You want to you want to take a picture from fifty feet away, and I give you know fine, like but right, like you can't. I can't be next to you. That's I mean, and I'm freaked out, and you know how I am. I'm super germaphobe, so I'm freaked yeah. out about that. Yeah, man, I get it. I totally get it, man. I mean, I shoot. I feel it when I I I'll see. The bubble I have right now of people I'll hang out with that I'm exposed to is extremely small. Mm-hmm. When, even if I'm around, like, we've done some hangs in, like, my parents' like backyard at the pool with, like, an aunt and uncle and cousins, we all keep distance. If we're near each other, we're wearing masks because, like, we're not part of that small bubble we've decided on or whatever, you know what I mean? People are, like, I can't imagine you have random, if you have random people trying to get in that space, you know? Like, just based on how I feel, even with, like, family, who I'm like, ah, we're still keeping space right now, whatever. Like, you have random people coming up to you trying, like, hey, man, what's up? No, 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 that's not cool right now. Like, Nah, it's not. We've been the same. We've been on the same deal. So, like, every weekend, we have the same three or four couples come over. We hang out by the pool and and kick it. But we've been together, you know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm, I'm fine being around those people. But anybody else right now, you just don't know enough about i mean i guess we know enough about the virus but we you just don't know who's carrying it so i i don't want to i don't want to expose myself and my family or even 
be at Little C's game, get exposed, and then I go to Yankee Stadium to try to hang out right. with the God. You know what I'm like? That right. shuts down the season. So right. Yankee fans understand that. Like, <laughs> I, I, like it's, it's, it's just for the safety of everybody right now. Yeah. CC doesn't want to give Garrett Cole COVID. That's why he's not taking the <laughs> selfie right now. Okay, please. <laughs> hey man, I am. Uh, I'm pumped about our guest today, man. Yes. He's he he's just he's a chill guy, but he's got like a, a beautiful like infectious positivity about him. Uh, and um, I got a chance to hang with him in the dugout a little bit during your softball game last yeah. year. And, Man, I know you've you've known Kemba Walker for a while because of Jordan Brand, right? Yeah, yeah. He's just a he's a good dude, man. He's a, he's he, a great guy, straight New York, laid back, but you know you can tell he's no nonsense. He gets out on the court, he wants to do his thing. So I'm excited for him to be in Boston, man. I know he wants to play in a place where he can win and have an opportunity to win, especially coming from UConn. Um, so that's you know that that that's tough. So. To be able to be in the position now, um, I'm excited to see what 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 he can do with this talent. You know, I'm a huge Jason Tatum fan, so yeah, you know, I got I got the Celtics winning this thing this year. So, uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll get into Kimba, but I'm I was excited to get him on the on the pod. Yeah, man, we're coming out strong, man. Heavy hitters. We go from Scherzer to Kemba. Who knows what's in store next? You know, who knows who knows what's next? And we gotta tell uh, we gotta tell all of you to. You got to subscribe to the new feed, you know, Spotify podcasts. Um, it is available right now wherever you get your podcasts. So, you know, go to Spotify um, or wherever you get your podcasts. Resubscribe, download, rate, review it, spread the word. It's the third act, biggest one yet. We saw great support that first week. Definitely want to keep that train rolling. So, you know, please, uh, please keep it going, guys, because we, we love the support. For sure. We know everybody has Spotify, too, so we're right yeah. on there. It should be easy to find. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all, all you do, you go into Spotify, boom, search R2C2, bam. Right also, you know, you know what's great about Spotify, too? How it goes right into um, Instagram, too? How yeah. you can, like, directly put your stuff into Instagram, like, from the pod? That's so sick. My mom has never listened to the podcast, but she has Spotify. So now she listens to the podcast. Hey, <laughs> Marge. I've been trying to show her the podcast button on the uh, iPhone for four fucking years now. <laughs> but now that she has Spotify, she's like, oh, now that you're on Spotify, I can, I can easily just type in R2C2. So, you know, if my mom can find us, you guys can find us for sure. Oh, that's amazing. Marge, welcome. It's good to have you aboard. I love it. <laughs> and you're making our new bosses happy. It's really, it's beautiful. Fantastic. All right, without further ado, here is Kemba Walker on R2C2. I feel really good about uh, the the guests that we've rolled out here. Came out with Max Scherzer. And now Kemba Walker from the bubble in Orlando. I mean, these are heavy hitters. Kemba, thanks for thanks for being one of our like early big guests here, man. For sure. Thanks for having me. I, I think the first thing we gotta just find out is like, you know, what's the bubble like, man? Give us the description. What what's <laughs> life like inside the bubble? I guess it's whatever you whatever you kind of make it. Um we just in the hotel for the most part. You know, you in your room, you know, doing your thing or you know, you're just out there doing the, the activities that they have for you. Um, it's, it's a lot of activities they got for us. They got golfing, fishing, bike riding, bowling. They have shuttles so you could take to go to different hotels. 
meet up with some of, some of your, your your friends that you have around the league. Um, no, it's, it's it's a few things you can do. Um, for me, I've been spending a lot of time with my teammates, um, or I just kind of just been in my room, just resting, taking naps, playing video games. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's a lot of things going on, but um, yeah, it's not too bad, not too bad. Is the park open though? Like, can you get on rides and shit like that, or or is it like? Now, yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking they're gonna open it at one point. I'm not really sure. I'm not sure. See if it, the if the park is open, then we lit. Like we good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can do. I, I would definitely be over there if the park was open. <laughs> you know what's funny? See, that would be like a dream come true for you and me, man. We we go on the new Rise of the Resistance ride over and over again with no lines. Come on, man. That's yeah, perfect. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like if if I do that every day, like I, I would <laughs> go to the parks every day if if I was in the bubble for sure. Kemba, have they told you guys at all? Like, if you might have access to the parks at some point? I think I heard that. I think that I heard that some parts of the park is going to be over there at one point, but that's just what I think. I'm not really sure. So, I don't know. Can't trust me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here, here's what I got to know about the rooming situation, right? Because a lot of you guys, I mean, you, and the hotels you're all staying at are very nice hotels. Like, I mean, they're, they're, they're very ritzy hotels. Um, but a lot of you guys are used to like upgrading your rooms, right? And like and getting your suites <laughs> and and so how does that work? Because there's not necessarily enough. I don't know how many different teams do you have at your hotel, Kemba? Uh, it's it's eight. Okay. Damn. Well, there's not enough suites then necessarily to accommodate all the guys who would normally get them, right? So how does that process work? Um, I have no idea. I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of up to the organization and I guess your maybe your years in the NBA or your status. I'm I'm not really sure. But um yeah. I got I got a suite. Uh so I, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's embarrassing though. Like I seen CJ McCullum taking a picture in front of Dame Lillard. They yeah, forgot yeah, yeah. to take the they forgot to take the presidential suite thing off of his uh door. And he's <laughs> taking a picture right in front of it. So like that could be a little embarrassing when you show up to practice. Like, yo, you got the presidential. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's cool though. We got some good guys right here. They, they, it wasn't even brought up at all. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody on the team's getting on you about having a suite. Nah, no, nah, not at all. I think I deserve to have one. You know? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got my years in. Now I'm one of the guys with a lot of years in this team. So, who who else on the Celtics gets a suite, Kemba? I can't tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Can't stir no no problems. (laughs) Yeah, because besides you, to be honest, everybody else is kind of around the same amount of years in the league. Yeah. So, So, like, yeah, that'll stir up some shit. Yeah, we'll we'll stay away from that. (laughs) You know, it's funny. That'd be like if Judge gets a sweep, but Glaber doesn't or something like that, right? it, it would almost be like if Judge gets a sweep and Aaron Hicks don't. More oh. so than Glenn. You know what I'm saying? Because they got a ball yeah. about the same amount of years. And Hicksy maybe even have more years than Judge. But right. Judge is getting a fucking sweet if we in a bubble, though. I promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> Kemba's cool with Judge getting a sweet. <laughs> so, Kemba, we, you know, I, I think, like, you know, for you guys, the first question on any, everybody's mind is your health. For, for, for just the Celtics picture, it's about how's Kemba's knee. I mean, you looked fantastic in your game against Portland, uh, as well as the opener against Milwaukee. Limited minutes. I know you wanted to be in down the stretch against Portland. 
but how do how does the knee feel right now? And as you project forward to the playoffs, do you see it being any kind of you know inhibition to your ability? Oh, it feels good, man. That's that's me being completely honest. Um, you know, the whole reason I'm on the restriction is to see how my knee reacts after every game and after how after my minutes increase. Um, and it's been it's been doing well, and it's, it's been feeling better and better. You know, um, after every game, so I'm definitely trending upwards. I think. No, I think I'm gonna be fine, man. I think I'm gonna be fine. I'm, I'm working hard, um, you know, to, to to maintain my strength in my legs. To, you know, I'm, ma- I'm maintaining, you know, my knee, you know, overall. Um, yeah, I feel good. And then to come out to come out those first two games and come out of it feeling pretty good, like that's got to feel good mentally too, right? That's like the biggest thing. No question, man. It, it was definitely all all mental. Um, but yeah, to come out of those games feeling good, man. It's it just, it just, it's just a great feeling because I haven't felt like this in a in a while. I don't, I haven't felt this way in a while. Um, my knee been, has been bothering me a little bit for a little minute now. So, for me to, you know, feel like myself again, it, it definitely, you know, feels good. Um, it just gives me a lot of confidence. You know, heading heading into those games. The layoff, in some sense, right, ends up meaning you could end up being a bigger factor in the playoffs than you would have had we not had a, a pause in the season. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, um, that that was huge for me. That was huge for me. Um, you know, very unfortunate times, but you know, it was definitely a blessing in disguise. Um, just because I got a chance to, you know, really rest, um, kind of figure some things out. You know, things just kind of slow down for me as well. Um, it, was, it was it was a it was a long summer, you know, coming into into Boston. So, you know, life, you know, just kind of slowed down for me. Um, so yeah, it was it was definitely a blessing in disguise. Where'd you spend that time at during uh during the sh- the lockdown, like the um, you know, when COVID happened and everything, the season shut down. You where'd you go? Yeah, I stayed in Boston for a little bit, just for a few weeks, and then I um and I flew to uh Charlotte. So I spent most of my time in Charlotte. And are you able, like, I mean, because one of the things I was saying, Kemba, because people were asking me because I broadcast some Nets games in addition to the ESPN stuff, and they were like, well. You know, Kyrie and KD, will they be back? Because now they have this added time. And I was like, well, they have the added time, but it also could be disruptive to your rehab, right? If all of a sudden you don't have access to your facilities or your trainers or whoever might be working with you. Like, how were you able to navigate, you know, your rehab process, if you will, you know, while having different resources than what you're used to? Yeah, um, it was it was actually tough. It was actually super tough. Um I mean, I, I had to do everything myself for the most part. You know, I, I didn't have the opportunity to, you know, have you know, my trainers come down and see me and be with me and you know, help me with my rehab and stuff. Um, so yeah, we were they were just kind of sending the stuff online, and you know, we we're kind of just going through it like that. Um, you know, doing like Zoom workouts and you know, everything was over Zoom. <laughs> I know Zoom made a lot of money this year. <laughs> but yeah, everything was over Zoom. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Yeah, man, that's that's a tough thing to like try to rehab in the middle of that and not really have like the PTs to be able to yeah. kind of be in there with you. I mean, that's kudos to you to be able to get back though. I mean, that just shows your drive and you know you wanting to get back for your teammates. Yeah, I had no choice. I know it was tough, but I had to do something. I couldn't just I couldn't just sit there. So yeah, we had to do something. My teammates too, man. They they, they did a great job at you know just just keeping themselves in shape, um, staying locked in. You know, it's just just staying basketball minded, you know, throughout the whole time, which was which was pretty 
pretty dope because everybody came back in, in pretty you know, decent shape. So that was pretty cool to see. I feel like the teams that have a chance to win, like y'all or whoever else, you know, the Lakers, the Clippers, I feel like Milwaukee, I feel like th- those teams stayed locked in. Like knowing that the season was going to pick back up, knowing you guys actually have a chance to make a run, like that kind of makes it a little easier to, to stay locked in too, right? Yeah, I think so. Knowing that you have a, a really high chance of doing well, you know, being successful in the playoffs, I think that definitely means a lot. It meant a lot for a lot of the teams who kind of stay locked in and stay ready. Um, yeah, you know, a, a lot of us just just have high hopes and we we want to do well. We want to we want to make a run. You know, we want to go as far as we can. So I think that that definitely has you know um, that's that's definitely a big reason why you no know, guys stay in shape. Kemba, are you like? I mean, in addition to the games you're playing, are you like watching all the other teams too, whether in the arena or on TV right now? Yeah, I'm actually watching the game right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> while we talk, I got the Nuggets and Thunder game on, but um, yeah, I mean, I love basketball, man. So I'm always, I'm always watching, watching the games. I also got like a lot of my friends on different teams, so I'm constantly watching those guys. So yeah, yeah, I'm always, I always got the game on TV. It looks good, doesn't it? I mean, the on TV, right? It looks the NBA looks. Great. How does it feel right now playing in the arena? Uh, it feel, it feels good call, as well. You gonna call that an arena? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's it's different. It's different. But you know, I gotta commend the NBA on the on the job that they did. Man, they 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 did a they did an unbelievable job at. You know, just making us feel at home as much as possible. Because I know it was tough for those guys um, with the resources and stuff like that, but they did what they can. Um, the arena is the best they, they could have done. You know, we got the virtual fans, um, which I think is just ridiculous. Like, super, super dope, man. Like, you know, I got I see my mom on there the other day. She'd been on there for two games. Like, <laughs> like, it's crazy. I see my teammates, you know, girlfriends and wives and sons and, you know, just I, the people we normally see. You know, it's, 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 it's super, it's super dope. You know, I enjoy it. I enjoy, you know, playing out there, so. That's dope that they do the. That's dope that they do everything to try to, you know, make y'all feel at home and doing the virtual fans. I, I actually want to do that. I want to, like, be like one of the fans on the side, like the virtual fan and watch a game. I think that's cool, man. Sure, we get you on there. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> you you know what's funny, man? I, I saw the other day, too. There's like, and maybe your mom has used this, right? There's like a some kind of click screen where they can do boos or cheers, right? To actually make noise through it. Oh, I don't know. I'm 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 sure she used the boos. I know she used <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. Is she using it for Celtics players when they're struggling or for the opponent? Both. And <laughs> <laughs> that's the honest answer right there because that's my mom too. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's actually pretty cool that they're able to pull this off, man, because like fans like us, like it's, it's dope. I mean, even when it was like the, the warm-up games or the practice games, whatever, like as soon as the NBA came back, I was like, super hyped just to watch it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've been starving for sports, so to have y'all back, man, it's, it's amazing as a fan. I'm, I'm super excited, man. Appreciate it. Feel good to be back. Real good. What's a memorable reaction from your mom after one of your performances where she's getting on you? When she's getting on me, uh, she don't get on me much. I think for the most part, she's usually just, like, super, super hyped. I mean, 
the the best reaction I could probably think of is um when I hit the shot in the garden against Pitt my junior year and like she yeah. was she was like jumping around spinning around like super <laughs> hype. That was a long time ago though. So um yeah, that's that's probably one of the best reactions I I seen her have. Man, <laughs> that run was wild too, bro. I remember that like oh, the, your junior year. Yeah, that was yeah. an amazing run. Yeah. Yeah, to this day, I can't even believe that. To tell you the truth, crazy. That game, it was. What round was the the six overtime game in the Big East tournament? It was. That was, a, that was actually my. That was my my freshman year. Yeah. Um, what round was that? We had a bye, so that, I think that was. That was the quarterfinals, I believe. Quarterfinals. Quarterfinals. I, so I, I just uh, I'm going to give you this opportunity to apologize to me, Kemba, because I was sitting there. <laughs> And I, I was so I was doing an update shift, you know, I'm early on in my professional career in New York. And I made the mistake of making dinner plans for when the update shift was done. But I couldn't go until your game was over. So the dinner never happened. So you know what? Now you owe me a dinner someday, all right? Yeah, yeah. It was so long, man. Like <laughs> even for us on the court, it was like, oh my goodness. Like I couldn't even believe it. Like overtime, overtime, overtime. Man, I was so tired. At one point, I'm just like, man, like somebody to win this game, please. Like, I don't care who win this shit, but I'm ready to go home. Now. I'm, I'm, I'm freshman, I'm like, I'm I'm chasing Johnny Flynn around. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is a long night right here. <laughs> it, it, it was fun to be a part of history, though. I I couldn't believe it went to six overtime. That's crazy. What's the when you're in a game like that at the Garden? What is the atmosphere like? Like, how would you describe? Because you know, like. Our podcast listening audience, there's going to be some diehard, like old school Big East fans who like, you know, they love that. What is that like when you're playing and you're performing like you did in that Big East tournament? It's nothing like it. It's nothing like it, man. It's it's a it's a very special. It was more special for me because I'm I'm from there, you know. So I'm like, I got all my peoples in the stands. Like, I got to hold it down. Like when I go to New York, I got to hold it down. Like I have to play well for my people. Like, so um. So yeah, man, like it was like a huge moment and the garden was just going just crazy. Like and Pitt was they were they were great that year, my junior year. Um so yeah, man, it's like the rush and the electricity in the garden is man, it's it's second to none during the Big East. Yeah. And then y'all had to win the tournament to get into the tournament that year, right? Um I I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I, I think we would have been fine, even if we maybe if we would have beat Pitt and not have won another game, we would have been fine. Um, but that just made it that much better. You know, we we moved up after we won the, the Big East tournament. We um we got a number three seed in the NCAA tournament, which put us in a great spot. So yeah, it just it just helped us for the most part. In the freshman year, you go to the Final Four after mm-hmm. kind of burst on the scene. In junior year, you win it. And yep. I, it, it just like watching it too. I know as a New Yorker, there was this feeling of like, even if you weren't a UConn fan, like, oh, Kemba's kind of your guy, you know, like, could, because, because we all knew, all right, you're a New York guy. Did you feel that, that kind of you had the city behind you on those runs? Yeah, no question. I mean, you know, just because, you know, growing up, I, I knew the kind of players that NY produce. And, you know, I just always wanted to be in that. I, my, I always wanted my name to be in that conversation one day, you know? So, yeah, I knew I was playing for, for my city. Now, I still, to this day, play for my city. And, 
you know, that, that's just where I'm from. That's who I am. You know, that New York is the reason why I am, you know, where I'm at today. You know, I'm not the biggest guy, you know, um, but, you know, I'm, I'm one of the toughest, you know, and that's because, that's because of where I'm from, you know. So, yeah, no question. And no doubt the city is behind you because I remember that that run you went on your junior year, like, we was all watching the we was all watching the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Like down in spring training at the beginning of the season, like everybody was pulling for UConn because everybody knew Kemper was from New York. You know what I'm saying? That's how it is, though. That's how it is. When somebody from New York, you 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 always root for them. You always even from afar, like like for me, like even to this day, people from New York. Like if I find out you're from New York, it's it's automatic. I, I automatically root for you. Like that's it. Just is what it is. Like that's how we that's how we rock. I'm starting to adopt that now. Obviously, I grew up in the Bay, but like now being here the last 12 years, like I kind of feel like a New Yorker. So kids I see from here and stuff, I'm always rooting for everybody. You know what I'm saying? From this area, for sure. So Kemba, you know right now, like there are Knicks fans listening who are like, if you feel that way about New York, man, <laughs> why'd you sign with the Celtics? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so did you, were the Knicks a serious consideration for you when you were a free agent this past year? Be honest, yes. Yes. Very serious. Very. Mm. Um, no, at one point, yes. Yes. Mm. Very serious. Before Boston actually came along, the Knicks was, um, no, one of my top you know, priorities actually because you know, I was thinking that they were going to get another player, um, but it didn't work out. You made the right <laughs> choice, dog. <laughs> I'm gonna say it for you. <laughs> you made the right choice, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really all I can say though. The Knicks was it was they were definitely a priority for me at one point. Yeah, yeah. Did did that other player's name rhyme with Slevin Laurent? Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah. You, you know what's crazy though, Ruko? I think I think the Knicks are are like a serious consideration for everybody who becomes a free agent. People want to play in New York. Like, why you think Katie and Kyrie went to Brooklyn? You know what I'm saying? Like, they want people. Guys want to play in New York. It's just hard to play for that organization. You know what I'm saying? And put yourself under that kind of scrutiny. Like, this is a basketball town. The media is gonna go crazy. Like, so you sign a big deal and come in. You're supposed to win no matter who else is on the roster. You know what I'm saying? So that makes it tough, man. Yeah. If Kem- Kemba Walker is like, you know, standing uh, next to Kevin Knox and they're like, how come Kemba's not leading him to 50 wins? You know, <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Kevin Knox, you might turn into a nice player, but you're not ready for that yet. You know, <laughs> so I I get wanting a running mate. Um, the <laughs> Did, uh, let me ask you something else about the Knicks, Kemba, because one of the narratives around them now is like, hey, Leon Rose now running the front office. Like, you know, he has ties, relationships throughout the league. Do you think that the changes to the Knicks front office will help them in closing the deal with players like yourself and free agents to come? Yeah, I think so, man. Um, no, Leon is a very, very, very good guy. Um, nah, I got the opportunity to meet him, you know, and talk with him over the years. You know, he's, he represented one of my teammates. Um, so yeah, man, I got the chance to, to meet him, and yeah, he's he's a great guy. I think he's gonna, you know, help change that change that place around. Um, so yeah, that's that's a big time pickup for them for sure. Do you, here's what I want to see. I want you to weigh on in on this too, man. If you see like agents, uh, guys who you know, stars trust, 
like get into those positions where they're running organizations. Does that change the appeal of the organization? Like, is that something you're thinking about as a player? Um, me personally, not really. For me, it's just all about best fit, you know, for myself. You know, it's not even about who's there or whatever. It's just about me. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I do think, you know, that him having those relationships with a lot of players um, in the past um, would definitely help him. But definitely, especially with the situation and going to the Knicks, um, you know, we know the Knicks is a great organization. And like you said earlier, CC, you know, a lot of people you know want to play for the Knicks. You know, um, so I think I think he he can definitely you know change things over there. No, I, th- I think so. I mean, I think it. You know, like Kimba said, when you're in free agency, though, it's about like the best fit for you and your family and what's going to look better for you the next mm-hmm. ten years. You know, what I'm saying while you're thinking about your career. I think when you get guys like that in positions, it's easier to put little pieces around because they have the trust of of guys. But when you get like superstars like Kimba and, you know, KD or whoever else, it's always going to be about what's the best fit for them and how it's going to affect their family and their brand. You know what I'm saying? So um, more so than it, than it will for like the, you know, smaller pieces that Leon and, you know, Wesson kind of put around these big players. So, Kimba, what sold you on Boston then? What made you say... Yeah, this is where I have to be. Um, the talent level, the young talent that, that was around here, man. You know, JT, um, JB, you know, those two guys, you know, Smart, um, Gordon, of course. And you know, I just felt like, yeah, it was it was just perfect. It was just perfect. Um, you know, I never in a million years thought I would you know, play for the Celtics. Like when the opportunity came around, um, it's kind of it was kind of surreal actually you know such is a big top organization and you know for them to 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 want me to represent the organization was just you know a really cool moment for me so um yeah and I also got the chance to um talk to JT and be around him for a little minute before I um actually you know sign with them um so yeah I got I got the chance to spend some time with him and you know I just really you know liked how he carried himself and know how hard he worked and just just kind of person he was so um but that kind of intrigued me as well to you know sign with the team playing with playing for the Celtics like that type of organization is it like a weight that comes with it or you know you know what I mean like do you feel that like history of the organization or is it you just go out and hoop I mean me I just go out and hoop but I think it can be that way you know it's a very prestigious place you know a lot of championships and they expect to win um as they should, because it's just a winning organization. They have a winning history. Um, when you walk around in the facility, um, the practice facility, or the, you know, the arena, you, know, you see the banners. You know, um, they expect to win. And, um, you know, everyone who plays for them expect to win as well. So that's really why I love it. You know, I, I love to win, and I want to win. So um, you know, it was kind of an easy choice. You know what's funny, man? You're a New Yorker, and you have, and you can feel your New York. You know, I mean, we, we you, you can feel it. <laughs> I love that. But I feel like you are the kind of guy who Boston fans love and would love. You know, you are you are gritty, man. You're a gamer. You're a grinder. You're a big time performer. You're clutch. I also feel like you're a no excuses kind of guy. You know, and like so, so it's weird because you're so New York. But you actually, I do feel like you fit the kind of player that they they love and root for. Have you been able to feel that even in your first year? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, 
yeah, man, the Boston fans, they show they show a lot of love. They 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 love the Celtics, man. And yeah, they've they've shown me a lot of love from from day one. A lot of love and support. Um so yeah, yeah, I I definitely felt it. I felt it immediately, man. That that fan base is that fan base is pretty special. Very, very special, actually. Very. You look at the look at the landscape right now, the league, man. I've been saying all year, I think you guys are going to go to the finals. Okay, I just want one on the record. CC's big on you guys too. Do, <laughs> do you when you look at the East right now? Obviously, we know what Milwaukee's done, um, and Toronto's looked great since uh, you know coming back from this restart, and they've had a good year. Do you feel like? I mean, how do you assess this group this year and your chances to to represent the East in the finals and win a title? Um. I mean, it's, it's so hard to look that far. Um, and especially because I, I've never really, you know, even been in that conversation, you know, in my NBA career, um, as far as, you know, oh, you know, they, they can represent the East in the finals and stuff like that. So it sounds it's kind of sounds even crazy to me. Um, <laughs> but do I think we have the talent level to, to, to get there? And do I think that we can compete with any team in seven games? Yes. No question. Um, I think we're a tough bunch. Um, and we love playing with each other. We love playing basketball together. We love, you know, making each other better. So, um, yeah, yeah. I think we're a special group, and I think we we have a chance to, you know, do some pretty special things in the playoffs. I mean, even though the team's young, and you know, you haven't had that playoff experience. Th- those a lot of those guys have though. Mm-hmm. They yeah. have, you know, they they've went deep into the playoffs the last couple of years. So. I think that that's going to help. I mean, yeah. he, I mean that experience in the playoffs, you know, is is huge, man. Like have it going on that run down down the stretch. Yep, yep. Those guys, they definitely have a, a lot of experience. You know, they've been in the playoffs since they've been in the league. Um, you know, for myself, I only been twice, um, both against Miami. Went to a game seven one time. With D Wade crushed us, obviously, but. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys got they 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 got more experience than me, but um, you know, hopefully we can, you know, do something special. Um, I think it's gonna be fun. You know, Kemba, you are you're a big basketball fan, as you were telling us, watching all the games, which we love. I've been CC and I have been so into this watching all the games. It's an off day for you in the bubble. If there are three players who you want to see most live at the arena, there that you're like, all right, I'm off, I'm going to see them. Who would be your top three guys that you're like? I gotta go see him. I gotta go see them live. <laughs> um, James. Well, I got it's two players on every team right now, so I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play James and Russ. I love watching those guys play. Um, Braun and AD, and um, Kawhi and PG. As well as Lou Will too, I gotta throw. Look, I love watching. <laughs> I love watching Lou Will play, man. But um, yeah, I, I'll pick those those teams. It's a pretty good show if you watch those teams. Yeah, it's funny though. <laughs> I feel like Kemba. I feel like sometimes James's game doesn't get enough sort of um, you know national appreciation. Mm-hmm. The aesthetics can be a little difficult at times, you know, with you know winding the shot clock one on one, head fake, head fake, million jab steps, whatever. But it's incredibly effective. What do you when you when you see people because you obviously you named him first when you see people kind of not appreciating maybe that do you do you see that and, and what do you think they're missing that maybe you do see? Honestly, I, I could care less what they think, and you know, yeah. it's pretty, I, I'm pretty sure that James Harden can care less what they think. As well. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
It don't matter. It don't matter. He is he is an un, unbelievable talent, man. Like the way he scores the basketball is second to none. Like it's unreal the shots he make. It's unreal, and you can tell he he works on those shots. Like he he works on those shots. Like like you would literally see his hand go over the contest, and he like still makes it, man. Like he gets double teamed as soon as he steps across half court. Like it's. It's unreal. <laughs> like James is unreal, man. He is he's unreal. It's like it's like you playing. It's like he play on two K, like on easy. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> like playing on easy, man. Like he's a bucket. He is a walking bucket. Walking bucket. That's dope. Last night too, he played some good D on Giannis at the end down the stretch. So I was watching that game. That was huge. <laughs> yeah, he plays a good one too. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> the you know, I, I uh, the other like connection besides us all being at um CC softball game, which was great. Kevin, how great was that last year being at the oh, charity softball game? It was dope. I was mad I couldn't actually get out there, but um, it was dope to be there though. I, I definitely appreciated that. You no know, special nah, pre- stadium. Yeah, I, I appreciate you coming through. I want you to play next year. If we have it yeah. next year, you definitely got to play. Definitely playing because yeah. I got to get out there and play too. Now I'm retired, <laughs> so I can play. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, no question. Well, Kemba, you got the contract now, so now you can play. I mean, you were you were in the free agent year then. You couldn't play last year. <laughs> My agent was like, "Don't play. You get hit with a with a baseball man. Come on, man. <laughs> or a sprain an ankle." And I always think about Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone is always a great example to me. Like, tore, he hit the home run off Wakefield, tore his ACL playing basketball in the offseason, and then got traded to Cleveland. That's how A. Rod got to to New York. Oh man. So I'm always that. That's always in my mind. Like especially when I was playing, I was like, "Nah, I'm not gonna do this shit." Like I don't want to be booney. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember asking you about it at the time, Kemba, because we did like a compilation R two C two. I was in the dugout, you know, talking to guys, and but you and you and C obviously have the the MJ connection. You know, C's been a Jordan brand guy forever. You just spent many years in Charlotte with with Michael yeah. Jordan as your owner. Um, I mean, you're also a Jordan brand guy as well, so combination of, of of the two. But what is like, what's your best MJ being around the team story? What's a great MJ being around story? Um, you know what? He was he was pretty chill. He was pretty chill. Because <laughs> that's MJ. He he know who he is. No, I think he can be he can be pretty intimidating. You know. Um, just his presence, just his presence. So I think a lot of guys can be intimidated off the rip. So he was pretty, he was pretty cool. Um, Might have had a few team meetings that he chimed in on. Um, <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> yeah, we had a few team meetings that he chimed in on. Um, where he was, he was really, really good in the meeting. Though I, I can't really, you know, say what he said and things like that. But he was, he was good, and he. He made his point very, very clear. So, um, yeah, but not too much. I mean, individually, I would say the best story that I have is probably when, when I was a youngin, like my second year in the league. He pulled me into the office. Like I wasn't really. You no, know, I was a young guy. Like I came in, I didn't want to like step on anybody's toes. You know, I didn't want to like be aggressive. I wasn't being aggressive as you know I normally am. Um, so yeah, he pulled me into the office and he was, he basically, he told me, he's like, yo, like, I brought you here to, to be yourself. I brought you here to, 
to be aggressive and, you know, lead this franchise. And, um, yeah, from that day on, yeah, like a little switch just, just, just hit me. Um, because that's, I mean, I'm like, damn, like, <laughs> this is, this is the goat right here telling me you want, <laughs> you want me to lead his organization and you know, he expects a lot out of me. So yeah, man, from that point on, I was just like a, a whole new player, a whole new person. Like I was just, just grinding and you know, I just wanted to be the best I can be so I can, you know, show him that, you know, he didn't, he didn't make a mistake in, in picking me because I had a lot of doubt, you know, coming into the NBA when I was coming out of college, I had a lot of doubt. So, um, yeah, he took a chance on me, took a chance on me. So, um, yeah, I ain't want to let him down. That's an awesome story, man. That is a great story. What about, I mean, it's one thing when you're leaving, like an employer who means something to you to have to tell them, man, how hard was it? It's another thing when it's MJ. <laughs> how hard was that telling him? What What was that conversation like having to tell him you were leaving Charlotte? You know what? We we spoke. We spoke. We had a we had a great convo, actually. And um, he spoke to me. He spoke to me. Um, and, you know, I, I really don't want to say what he said. Yeah, um, nah, don't, you ain't got to get into none of that. <laughs> but, yeah, he um, he has a lot of respect for me and the work that I put in. Um, and, yeah, he, he, he basically, he understood. He understood. Yeah. He understood everything. You know, he's, he's been, he's been to, he's played in this league. You know what I'm saying? So, um, he understood everything and, and he was great. You know, we, we, I left on, on great terms. It wasn't no bad blood or anything. Um, to this day, we still text. So, yeah, he was great. He was great about it. And I, and I definitely uh, appreciated that because obviously, like you said, it's like, man, this is MJ, like, you know? So, <laughs> it, was, it was cool, man. He was, he, 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 he was really good about it. And, um, yeah, I definitely appreciate how he went about it. And it definitely meant a lot. But I'm sure it meant a lot of you calling too. You know what I'm saying? Like most most guys wouldn't even do that. Like no, we were actually together though. That's the thing. We were oh, actually- was the- oh, it was the trip. Yeah. Uh- yep. <laughs> yep, <we're> actually- <laughs> yeah. But it so was that that sucks right there. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta see this man for the next yeah. week, dog. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. But like I said, he went about it so well. It was so easy. It's like it was easy. It was easy. So, like I said, I definitely appreciate that. That's my guy. That's my big. Yeah. I was looking. I was looking forward to that trip this year, man. I never get to go because it's in the summertime. But I, I we def, I definitely got to get on there next oh, year. Man, I can't wait for you to, to hit one of those. It's the best, man. It's the best. This is a Jordan time. brand trip you guys do. Yeah, every year, every summer. Yep, they they put together a trip for all the for all the Jordan brand athletes, and we just we we have a great, great, great time. We we have activities in the mornings, and then. The rest of the day you have to yourself. They got they got stuff just planned out through for the whole day. Man, he he goes above and beyond for the athletes. But it was it's everywhere, huh? Like one year it was in Paris, it was in Lake Como one year, like Paris and then, went to Monaco. Yeah. yeah, see, I was excited for that, man. Yeah, yeah, we gotta get you out there one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> see, you know what's so funny about this though, Cam? But even like, see, I always love when you talk about your relation with Jordan and like you get texts and you're still like Yo, that's MJ texting me, man. Like, yeah. there's something. It's amazing. I, like, I mean, he called me or text me. Like, I literally just like stare at my phone. Like, <laughs> I can't believe it. Still, still, I don't care. Like, to this day, I've known him for years now. I still to this day can't believe it. I look at my phone like, like this is really MJ just texting me or calling me. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. 
It's two people, MJ and Dave Stewart. Dave Stewart, I've been knowing Dave Stewart for a long time now, and we have a great relationship. But he was the reason I started playing baseball. So anytime I get like a text from him or something, like I, just, I go back to like being nine years old, you know, <laughs> like where I'm a kid again, and I'm just excited that like my hero's texting me. So it's those two guys, it's MJ and Dave Stewart, that I get like geeked up when I get a text from those dudes or a call. Oh, man. It, I mean, it, amazing that you get to have those experiences with those guys. Kemba, how about like you talking about MJ kind of teaching you how to be aggressive? One of the things I always love watching your game is like, I feel like of of all the point guards in the league, I feel like when you when you get hot, you know exactly when to call your own number. And you just start like, like that pull up three, like if you get just an inch of space, I feel like it's game over, you know? And I've seen it many, many times where it's like, oh, you can tell Kemba's, Kemba's getting going. And you always seem to know that balance of calling your own number versus not. And that's difficult for a, a scoring point guard, right? Like to... How did you, and you can even, if you need to get technical, whatever, but like basketball-wise, how did you get comfortable with that, of knowing like, hey, it's time for me to call my own number, like, hey, I got to get guys involved in certain moments? Yes. I think that started definitely with the combo with MJ, obviously, Um, you know, with with my aggression and my confidence. Um, And then I really had to put in the work. I put in a lot, a lot, a lot of hours in order to get that shot, man, like, at one point, I was shooting thirty percent, you know, for 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 a few years um, from three. Um, so yeah, I'm putting a lot of time to to work on my three ball. And when I when I was able to get that shot, man, changed my life, changed my life. So so yeah, now you know, whenever it just depends. It just depends on how the game is going, especially especially now here in Boston. You know, now that now that I have you know a lot of no talent on the perimeter with me where to where I don't might not have to be you no know, that aggressive all the time. Um, but yeah, it just depends on how the game is going. If, you know, one of my guys got it going, then, you know, we're going to keep going to him. Um, whoever's got it going for the most part, but you know, it's just that time. I don't know. I can't even, I can't even explain it. It's just, it's just that time. Like it just, it just happens, you know, it's just a feeling you get um, a certain point in the game, you know, depending on how the game is going. Yeah, I don't know. Just kind of, I just kind of, just kind of feel it. Just kind of feel it. Like, just something in my head, like a little switch, just go off. Like it's, it's time. Like, and that, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. Do you, Kemba? How about like? Because it's funny. See, I'm hearing Kemba say this, and I'm like getting excited to like watch Kemba in the playoffs this year. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's gonna be amazing. And you guys, I think, will have a very deep run. What, what do you think the playoffs will feel like in this atmosphere in the bubble? Um. I think it's going to be super, super intense. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be any any letdown at all. Um, just cause I think guys are so focused right now. I think teams are so focused and you know, everyone just has that goal. You know, everybody's trying to make a run. Everyone. Um, I think everyone is pretty confident. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be super intense, man. It's not, it's not going to be no letdown. You know, I don't think it matters. The fans not there. You know, at this point, guys... You know, whenever you step on the court, it's, it's go time. So, yeah. like And the NBA did a great job. Like I said, you know, they, they got fan noise and, and stuff like that in the background. So, I think, I think that's, a, that's enough for us. So, it'll be cool. Yeah. I think it's going to be super intense, too. I, th- I feel like it's going to be way more fights. Like, I feel like because there's no crowd, <laughs> and every, it's just going to be a lot of jawing at each other. I feel like it's going to be 
It's already been a lot more physical. Like this, this brand of basketball y'all playing in the bubble, it's been a lot more physical. But so I think like the playoffs is gonna be. We might see a couple fights, bro. <laughs> a lot of people said that. A lot of people said that. I, I agree though. We got some. We got some. We got some trash talkers in the league, so you never know. It might be. It might go down one time. <laughs> I think so. I think so. What kind of? Uh, how's the food situation in the bubble? Good. <laughs> uh, it's hard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, what? You, what's the food you need that they don't have? The food I need that they don't. My yeah. Chef. What's the thing you miss most right now? My chef's cooking. That's <laughs> it. Like, I'm going crazy. But um, it's not bad. I think when we first got here, I can't lie. When we first got here, it was, it was rough. It was rough. It was rough. I can't lie. It was rough. But I think I think the NBA got a lot of complaints, and um, they fixed it though. It's it's a lot better now, um, and we have more options. Like we can order from outside restaurants, and we have restaurants as well in in in, in a few of the hotels. Um, so yeah, it's. It's better. You know, we got room service as well. That's another option. But yeah, it's it's not too bad, man. It'll it'll do. It'll it'll it 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 get us by. I feel like the league listens to you guys though. Like if yeah. we would mm. if we would have been bubbled, and I say we, I'm not a fucking player no more. But if baseball would have been bubbled, <laughs> and and they would have been complaining about the food, they'd still be eating the same fucking food right now. I promise you that. <laughs> I promise you that. Like the NBA listens to the players, man. Is you know what I'm saying? So. That's why it's it's fun for the fans to watch because you know it's driven by the players, you know? Yeah, it's true. They do. They do. Whenever we voice our opinion, they, they try their best to to fix it for us. So they do. Kemba, did you have any doubts about wanting to come and experience this? Not really. Not really. I didn't have I didn't have many doubts. I was more so like, what is everybody else doing? Is everybody else going? And I'm going. If not, then I'm not. That's <laughs> that's kind of what I was on, yeah. Yeah. So. I um, you know, this is this is our second podcast for the third iteration of R two C two. Um, yeah. yeah, we we we're just you know we move a lot, Ken. But what can I say? Uh, tra- <laughs> transient podcast. But we feel best about this chapter uh, with the Ringer and Spotify. And I don't know if we want to call him our new boss, Cece, but you know, Bill Simmons, who runs the Ringer. You know, he is a diehard Celtics fan. Crazy. Oh yeah. Loves l- huge die Celtics hard fan. Celtics fan. L- oh, yeah, huge. I think I, and his voice on 2K, right? His voice is on 2K. Yeah, he talked yeah. about Bill Russell, I think, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Ex- yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Okay. exactly. So, <laughs> And he loves him some Kemba Walker. So I feel like, see, I feel like just to be good employees, we got to have like Kemba just like te- give Bill a message about the Celtics or something here, man. <laughs> just just, just give, give him some confidence, Kemba, about how the rest of the season's going to go. All right. What's up, Bill? Um... First, it's good to hear that you're a big Celtics fan. I appreciate that. Um, a big Kemba fan, they say as well. So I appreciate that. Um, the rest of the season is going to be great. I'm going to be good. My knee is going to be good. I'm going to hold up. And we're going to make a run. We're going to play as hard as we can each and every night while playing some inspiring basketball. So I hope you love it. That's it. <laughs> Dude, Kemba, that was fantastic, man. That was great. Let me tell you. Let, let, let me just give you some context for how great that was. C and I have been friends for now a decade, doing the podcast for over three years. If I tell C to do like a happy birthday video, it's going to be like, what's the name? Chris? All right. 
Chris, happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Chris, Kaz. I'm not doing no video for Chris for his birthday. I got to know the guy. <laughs> Mike was so, waiting of him, that's why. <laughs> that's why. Uh, Kemba, that was great, man. That was great. Dude, uh, this is fantastic. Thank you for giving us so much time, man. We we sincerely appreciate it. You're such an easy guy to root for. And, uh, you know, yeah, I may be in New York, but count me as someone who wants to see you do well in Boston, man. I appreciate that. And you know what? Maybe uh, try and sneak your chef into the bubble. See how that goes, you know? <laughs> it, it's nothing getting snuck in this bubble. Security <laughs> <laughs> over here. It's, it's not- <laughs> No, no games over here. <laughs> oh, man. That's the, that's the only way y'all going to be able to play, though, man. So it's all good. Uh, well, Kemba, good luck the rest of the way, man. Thank you for giving us so much time. And uh, and we can't wait to watch you uh, in the playoffs and, and continue good health with that name. Appreciate that. Thank you, man. Yes, Thanks, sir. Bro. Good luck, bro. Man, big thanks to Kemba Walker. He he was great, see? He was, man. And give us a little insight on the bubble and, you know, what it's like to be playing in the in the bubble with his mom up on the screen and stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought that was so cool just to hear how much the players are enjoying uh, seeing the virtual fans and that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, we don't know if they like it or, right. or what, if it's distracting. But, you know, for him to the right away, you know, be like, I saw my mom up there twice. You know, that's cool. And, and like I said, the NBA listens to their players. So, you know, they, they, they do a good job of, of making it, you know, fun for the fans and the players. And, and you know what? It looks and it sounds good. Like, it really does. It's, oh, the um, games? Yeah, the yeah. games sound great. I mean. Yeah. Well, the I podcast mean, just to, too, see. But the games, no, yeah. <laughs> no, just to have <laughs> basketball back on, though. Yeah. You know, just to, just to be watching live sports, man. Like, I'm so excited to, to you know, get into this playoffs and see where we go from there. Me too, man. Hey, it's good to be back uh, doing our pod too, isn't it? For sure. We back in rhythm. You guys continue to uh, subscribe to the new R2C2. Go find it on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. But, you know, be like Marge. Get it on Spotify. Go get for it. Get it on Spotify. Uh, <laughs> subscribe, rate, review. You know the deal. Um, and, uh, and, you know, we're going to be pumping out. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely have our every episode a week, but we're also going to be pumping out some extras, so you're going to be getting plenty of R2C2 now. All right, see? Good stuff, man. We'll do it again soon. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace.